What is up, guys? It's Vin Matano with the Operation Growth Podcast. Today, I decided to do something a little bit different. You know, normally I have on guests share their stories on how they started businesses, how they, you know, overcame adversity. But I actually recently got inspired to create my my own episode where, you know, I'm sharing some skills that I think I have that may be valuable to you guys. Um, as you guys know, I am a sales development rep, which essentially our main job as a sales development rep is to prospect. So I spent the last year and few months just prospecting every single day, finding new new and creative ways to grab the attention of, of, of the business people that I'm trying to speak with and ultimately creating new business opportunities for my company. I recently just got back from the sales development conference in San Francisco, uh, hosted by David Delaney from Tenbound which was an incredible event. Everything was, was run very smoothly. The venue was incredible. Um, it's, it's really just great to see the different vendors in the space that are helping sales development reps uh, get better and better each and every time. And then listening to the thought leaders in the space share some tips and, and share their experiences with us. Uh, you know, It's also great for networking and it was just overall a great event. Um, they had a reception at the end, uh, an award ceremony where they named the top reps of the year. I actually brought back some hardware for uh, best rep of 2019, so I was really excited about that. But what that did was actually inspired me to to create this this podcast because a lot of people started reaching out to me asking, "What are some tips that you do on the day to day to help you, you know, see success as a sales development rep?" and I figured I'd just make this for the masses. So I hope you guys can get some value from this and some tactical steps to start improving your own outreach every day. Uh, I'm a student of the game as well, so I'm continuing to learn. That's why I go to these particular conferences. That's why I connect with other SDRs in the space. I want to learn what makes them successful. I'll share what makes me successful. Maybe we can combine our efforts and see what works, see what doesn't work. So as a sales development rep, I'm constantly finding different ways to to grab the attention of my prospect, right? So as you guys know, it's extremely hard nowadays, especially with all the tech that's going on, especially with all the noise. And, you know, they say the average executive gets about 70 emails per day, not to mention there are other slacks, there are other text messages, phone calls, voicemails, LinkedIn messages, all the other noise that the sales development reps such as ourselves are battling with to get these you know, particular person's attention. It's extremely hard. And nowadays, there's so many different ways to do that, that we should be utilizing all of them. There's always this big debate within LinkedIn with these so-called thought leaders saying, you know, everybody thinks the phone's dead. The phone's not dead. Your reps are just scared to pick up the phone. It's kind of BS, in my opinion. Although the phone is not dead, it's just simply not as effective, right? I guarantee if you give a sales rep a desk phone and you give another sales rep just email and they were only allowed to use a desk phone one and the other one only allowed to use an email, I guarantee that sales rep that's only allowed to use the email will be much more successful than the person just using the desk phone because you're very limited. Nowadays, people don't want to pick up the phone the email is much easier to scale out and it gives the person on the other end time to read it on their on their own free time read through the email and see if it's worth actually investigating further so 
I think email is much more effective. However, there, we are coming to a bit of a wall there too. So, you know, phone was the only way to do it. You had a Rolodex and a desk phone and that's how you made sales. We transi transitioned into emails where now emails were just getting flooded, mass sendings, uh, spraying and praying, if you will, moving to this more personalized approach. But now we're even hitting a wall with that. So that you have to find different ways to do it. And what I think it's moving into, it's not just going to be phone, it's not just going to be email, it's moving to this more multi-threaded approach, this multi-channel, right? So you're using phone, you're using email, you're using direct mail, you're using social, you're using videos, you're using all these different types of thing at your service to make one versatile approach of outreach. And I think that's going to be the most successful and that's what I've seen the most success in my role. So when I'm prospecting, the first thing I do is I obviously use LinkedIn Sales Navigator, which I'm sure everybody in, within the space uses to identify the right person searching by uh, you know, keywords and titles and, and seniority level, right? Maybe even geolocation if that's how your territories are broken up. Obviously, you guys are doing that. From there, I try to grab anything personal about them. So step number one is finding some personal info about the person. And you're not getting really creepy. You're not getting into their family stuff. I'm talking about personal interests. Like people put that on their LinkedIn profiles. They put it on their Twitter. Click around, look into that. Maybe they won an award at one of their companies. Maybe they put out a blog. Nowadays, especially, everybody is creating content. You can Google search your prospect's name and I guarantee you they may have a personal website, they may have a blog, they may be featured on a podcast, they may have spoke at an event, they may have won an award, they may have been featured in something. There is so much stuff that you can now find at your disposal. It blows my mind why people and reps are not actually using this stuff. So step number one, find out some relevant things about your prospect that you can put in your outreach that shows them that you're not just a marketing automation system. Because if volume is your game, you're easily replaceable. So show them that you did your research and use some personalized approach. You know, Reference the blog they were in, reference the podcast they were in. Things like that will grab their attention. So now that you have your their attention, with a personalized approach. Step number two would be finding company news. Maybe there's a new partnership, right? Maybe they released a new product. Maybe they recently got funding. Maybe they recently acquired a new company or got acquired. Uh, maybe there's, you know, they got a new headquarters. Anything like that that shows you're actually knowledgeable about the industry or company, that's gonna be step number two when you're creating your email. So now we have two steps done in personalizing the perfect outreach. We have step number one, grabbing their attention with their personal interests or referencing any content that they created or was featured on. Step number two, showing you're a trusted advisor by showing your knowledge within the industry or company. Step number three is pulling some CRM data. So the next thing I do is I type the person's name in the CRM or the company within my CRM, finding any previous sales opportunities that the company or person was involved in and using those specific notes within my email. Hey, I know you guys mentioned that you were looking at XYZ at the time, timing was off, and you guys were looking to achieve X, Y, and Z. I'm putting that in my outreach and asking how the progression went. Then step number four is tying this back into your company's value proposition um, to make it all make sense. So step one, grab their attention with a, with a personal interest. Step two, show you're a trusted partner by researching the industry or company. Step number three, reference previous conversations and leverage your CRM data. Step number four, which would be 
tying it in with your company's value proposition specific to that person's role. Your value proposition may, may differ between roles. I know at my company, we are a very complex solution. We can sell to many different job titles. So it's important that you match your value prop to their specific needs and wants on their day to day. So that's how I kind of structure it there. And then obviously asking for some time to connect. So if you can do all those things, if you kind of set up your mind when you're typing these emails out as a checkbox where you're trying to find personal info, uh, then you're trying to find company slash industry info, leveraging CRM data, and then tying in your value prop, that makes a very powerful email. And if you can get you know, three out of four of those, that's a great email. The more you can get, obviously, the better. Um, also, using a catchy subject line, what I like to do is if I ever notice that one of my prospects is referenced in a blog, a podcast, a speaking presentation, whatever, I will put the title of that blog, podcast, or speaking presentation as my subject line. One, what's that doing? It shows familiarity. It's not something that's just clickbaity because I didn't just put it there and then jump into my sales pitch. What I did was I put it as my subject line and when they open it, what I do is I, ref I reference that, hey, just saw this you know, presentation you were in, thought it was awesome. I really liked how you talk about XYZ. And then jumping into their different, your main four points of the email. After that, if I send an incredible email, I'm gonna send that through one of my sales enablement tools such as Sales Loft or Outreach. And what I'll also do, which is, maybe a little bit unorthodox, I'll actually use Twitter to my advantage. So if I see a prospect is on Twitter, besides grabbing any personal or, or company info, career info off their Twitter, I'll actually tweet them. And what I'll do is I'll use it as a voicemail, trying to redirect their attention to my email. As I mentioned, you know, executives are getting about 70 emails per day. So you might craft this amazing, incredible email and they might not even see it. So what I'm doing is I'm going onto Twitter after I send this personalized email, I'm tweeting at the person if they have a Twitter and I'm saying, hey prospect, I sent you a note on XYZ, let me know what you think and I put my email at the bottom. And what that's doing is one, it's making them curious, hey, what is this email about and why is he tweeting at me, right? And two, Twitter is also underused, so there's nobody in sales on, on Twitter, or not many, I should say. They're not getting as many notifications on Twitter. It's not somewhere where they're expecting a salesperson to be. And it's important that you don't come off salesy. I'm not going on their Twitter and saying, hey, you know, we're the leader in this product. Do you have time to meet? No, what I'm doing is I'm just dropping a note saying, hey, I sent you an email regarding some XYZ. Let me know what you think. I'm not asking for a meeting. I'm not asking even for a response. I'm, I'm simply getting their attention back to my email. And it's worked a lot of the times for me where people will answer me back via email saying, hey, I got your tweet, would love to connect. So doing these simple things can really work. And when that fails, it's important to use that multi-channel approach as I mentioned. So it's important to have a very diverse cadence of using the phone, using voicemails, using emails, using social, LinkedIn, Twitter, using direct mail, uh, using video. There's so many options nowadays. And if your company is, is small and doesn't have a direct mail provider, that's completely fine. The, the most effective thing that I've seen done at the lowest cost is writing a handwritten note. And using that same approach that I mentioned on Twitter in the handwritten note with a little bit more beef to it. So saying, hey, for example, in, in my scenario, we sell to marketers, so I would say, hey, I noticed you're the digital marketing manager over at XYZ Company. Would love to connect around account-based marketing, which is what we sell looking forward to connecting. 
A very simple touch, just putting your name on their radar using this multi-threaded approach. It's the easiest way to get in front of somebody with the lowest cost by writing somebody a handwritten letter. It's important to use all these tools available to the modern day salesperson. It's, it's just actually stupid not to, right? Um, that old spraying and praying doesn't work. Just, you know, smiling and dialing does not work. You're not going to hit your number cons- consistently without using a multi-channel approach in your outreach. So now that I shared my four steps on creating a personalized email and showing different ways to grab somebody's attention to create that multi-channel approach, I figured I'd share some wins with all of you on how I actually use this multi-channel approach uh, to grab my prospect's attention, to close business, and to create new business opportunities. So one particular example, I was hitting a wall with one of my prospects. I could not find a way around it. I was sending extremely personalized emails to this particular person. And as I mentioned, it's really hard to get the attention of somebody. So clearly email was not working. I used phone, that wasn't working either. So what I did was I clicked on his LinkedIn, I clicked on his Twitter, I went through some of his feed. I noticed he was a huge Gary Vaynerchuk fan, as am I, right? And what I did was I grabbed a book from my room. I had a Gary V book. It was actually jab, 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 right hook. Put it in a little envelope and sent it right to him with a handwritten note saying, hey, uh, prospect, I noticed you liked Gary V. So do I. Figured you may like this book. That's it. I didn't sell my company. I didn't sell my product. I didn't sell my services. All I did was create a human connection. I followed up via email with the subject line, uh, Gary V's book or something along those lines. And he got back to me and we winded up meeting for the first time. He came in for lunch another day. The deal winded up closing for about 94K. And I was extremely excited because that little thing I didn't spend any money except for the the shipping fee, which obviously I made a return on that. But I had the book in my house. I had the cards in my house to write a handwritten note. It took literally no time to do so. And the best part is he actually had reached out to me afterwards saying, thank you for the book. I actually have an extra ticket to Gary V's wine event. Would love to bring you along. So I got to go to this really cool empathy wine event at the Ainsworth in New York City. I got to shake hands with Gary V, talk to him for a bit. And it was just an incredible experience. So I think the key takeaways on there is creating that human connection, finding a different way to reach out to somebody who actually may be in market and is looking to buy, but is just super busy. A lot of these you know, people nowadays have so much on their plate, especially in startups. They're not just doing one particular role. They're wearing a ton of hats. So sending a really personalized gift like that can actually help you break through the noise and, and get a conversation going with them. Another story that I have that I really like is one particular prospect I noticed it was a great fit. Like it was, it was totally within our ICP. It was the company was like really forward thinking. They had a great team around them to implement our particular product or services. I just could not get in touch with anybody. I was literally reaching out to the entire team, personalizing my email, using different forms of outreach. And it wasn't, it just was not working. I literally did not know what to do. I winded up going on her Twitter and I noticed she was a contributor for Forbes. So I researched her name and I found a blog she put out about marketing events and bringing people into fitness classes. 
So what I did, I actually tweeted at her with a video using Vidyard, and I said, hey prospect, I read your article on Forbes regarding the benefits of using fitness classes to host marketing events. And I wanna take a page from your playbook. I'm inviting you to a Rumble class here in New York City where we can talk a little bit about you know your marketing efforts at your company, as well as breaking a little sweat. And she got back to me immediately. She brought on her team. We, the four of us, uh, it was her team member, herself, me, and my colleague. We went out to a Rumble boxing class in New York City. It went really well. Uh, we ended up talking for a few more calls. And just that way of just figuring out you don't need to rely on one particular thing, being creative in your approach and speaking your prospect's language will ultimately help you identify new business opportunities. So I hope these tips helped. Feel free to reach out via Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, email, whatever. Feel free to reach out. I'm more than happy to pick anybody's brain, exchange some best use cases and best practices with anybody who's looking to better their prospecting skills or sales skills. And I hope you guys start using this on your day to day and start really leveraging the power of modern sales. Thank you guys. And I look forward to connecting.